0: right now, we're going to talk about something else that's a little out of control, and that is our health care system. Now, we've talked anecdotally a lot about the failing health care system and the issues that are plaguing it. But what are those issues and what can really be done about it? Our next guest has authored a health policy paper on how to improve Alberta's health care system. So we're going to define it and get what some of those recommendations really look like with Dr. Tom Noseworthy's with the Center for Health Policy at the University of Calgary. Dr. Noseworthy, thanks so much for making the time. Really, Appreciate it.
1: Good afternoon, Chelsea.
0: So, uh, Doctor Noseworthy, let's just kind of start from the very beginning here. Just really set the table when we're talking about AHS in Alberta. What exactly does that mean? What do they do?
1: Well, Alberta Health System is the only health system for Alberta. It was formed 15 years ago, actually, um, in 2008, when we went from our regional health authorities to a single delivery system in the province. Uh, and is now 15 years old, uh, this is a really important time now uh, to uh, consider what happens next and whether or not we're going to even have an Alberta Health Services.
0: What inspired you to write this policy paper now?
1: Well, uh, we've just had a change of government um, mm-hmm. and an action is now required on Alberta Health Services uh, simply because uh, at this point um, the Kenny government disbanded the board of Alberta health services uh, and the management team uh, was discharged Um, and at this point um, for about now the last seven months that very large organization is under a a single individual an official administrator reporting to the minister. Um, Those are very unusual circumstances Um, And something's going to have to happen pretty soon as to what will take place. Will we keep Alberta Health Services or won't we? And if we don't keep it, what are the real alternatives? That's what the paper is about.
0: So you mentioned four ways in which AHS could move forward in the paper. Uh, Let's go through each of those. The first one is to reestablish individual healthcare, organizational and governance models. Expand on that a little bit. What does that mean? What does that look like?
1: Well, that's the old days. It's pre-1995 for Alberta. Um, it's every hospital has its or every healthcare facility has its own board and management structure so it's it's the same as when i was the ceo of the royal alex between 1992 and 1995 we had our own board uh, we had our own management team and there were that was true for all the hospitals uh, in edmonton and in calgary 229 of them to be exact and so mm. Uh, I don't certainly think this is a great idea, but the notion of going back to that is probably on some people's minds because it certainly has the health system then much closer uh, to their community than they might perceive Alberta Health Services to be.
0: You talked, too, about restoring a regional governance model. Can you explain that?
1: Yeah, that's what started in 1995. We went to regional health authorities. Originally, we had 17 of them and it lasted till 2008 when Alberta Health Services was formed. Uh, And you may recall that we had nine regional health authorities throughout the province before 2008 and three provincial boards. And those were all put together. Those 12 different entities were put together to form Alberta Health Services. Mm. So we have some history uh, with that. We're, We're familiar with regional health authorities. It's true for large other parts of the country as well. So we could go back to that.
0: Well, that's one option. (laughs) Another option that you recommend is to retain the current AHS structure, but with modifications to refresh and expand innovation. So what would that look like?
1: Well, um, to be honest, that's the path of least resistance to keep the Alberta Health Services that we currently have. We've had it now for 15 years, but it needs a refresh. It needs, you know, if the government was sufficiently unhappy with the board and the management to get rid of it, Uh, then um, perhaps it needs a a change, it needs a refresh. Um, There are several things that need to take place uh, to advance clinical care in the province, uh, for example. So um, keeping AHS but modifying it to raise the bar and improve the quality of care uh, is certainly um, a realistic option.
0: What does that mean in, in real terms when you're talking about refreshing things? Is that new perspectives, new people sitting on the board? What does that really mean?
1: Well, let's start by getting a board, um, and then for that board to hire management. We have a $14 billion system here uh, that does not have effective governance. Um, I can't think of any other system in the world of that size that's in that shape right now, um, and any other business, quite frankly, that's that large and that complex that doesn't have a body of governance. So that needs to happen, Um, and then it needs to appoint a management But there needs to be more insulation between our Alberta Health Services and government interference. This is twice in 15 years that a government has uh, fired the board of our health system with no real good explanation as to why it happened and Mm. replaced that board with an official administrator. The first time it happened, actually, it lasted for two full years. So we were never really given an explanation for what was going on, and we certainly haven't been this time. I rather suspect that... Many people listening today are unaware that Alberta Health Services does not have an effective board.
0: Well, you talk about uh, creating an effective board—a super board, as you classified a provincial super board with sector-specific sub boards—as the fourth option uh, that that AHS could move forward. I'm guessing that that's probably the best option in your in your opinion. Uh, Well,
1: I think the best option is the one that the people that are in power believe that they can make work Hmm. and uh, work on behalf of Albertans. But uh, no, I'm not sure that that would be the best option. It's a very adventurous idea to form a super board with new legislation and then sub boards underneath that. I think many people already feel Alberta Health Services is too large and too complex now. So I doubt if that fourth option would be particularly interesting uh, as opposed to Alberta Health Services, where one already has the structure in place, um, and, and many and uh, proper and effective things have taken place over the last fifteen years, um, and then um, to me that is a, a very smooth option to consider.
0: Hmm. Okay, so a few different options on the table then as part of this health policy paper that you've authored on how to improve AHS and our healthcare system here in our province. I want to get to some of the recommendations that you provide in that policy paper as well, Dr. Noseworthy, but we do have to take just a very short break. So we're going to come right back into this conversation. If you just bear with us, we'll just be a couple minutes. Dr. Tom Noseworthy is with the Center for Health Policy at the University of Calgary with some recommendations for AHS and how it could operate better. We'll get to that in three minutes. We're talking about AHS, Alberta's healthcare system and recommendations for it uh, with our guest, who's with the Center of for Health Policy at the University of Calgary, Dr. Tom Noseworthy. Dr. Noseworthy, thank you so much for sticking around on hold. Really appreciate your time today.
1: No problem, Chelsea.
0: So we talked about a few different options that you have outlined in this paper that you've authored for how AHS could improve. What are the recommendations that we're really getting to? And in a perfect world, how do you see AHS operating better than what it is now? Well,
1: um, if you look over the 15 years, uh, again, depends on your perspective, there's been a lot of government intervention in Alberta Health Services. um, At times, um, quite prominent with respect to, for instance, the replacement of the board twice. There's also been repetitive, perhaps almost daily interactions, and I'm going to call it interference, between Alberta Health and Alberta Health Services. Alberta Health is the government's department, of course, And when Alberta Health Services was formed in 2008, Alberta Health was not uh, revamped. It was not altered in a meaningful way. And what I'm suggesting here that uh, there needs to be a restructuring of Alberta Health itself, that's the government's department of Alberta Health, um, with less involvement and less intrusion into Alberta Health Services business. The other thing that needs to happen is that we need to um, get a much better understanding and arrangement with respect to um, the physicians in the province. There are over 10,000. Uh, most physicians are, are in private uh, business um, and operate offices, um, and um, they're not really effectively part of the governance structure of Alberta Health Services. Um, one might question whether or not that's even the right approach, but mm. what is true is that physicians and Alberta Health Services are not all part of really the same system in the usual way of thinking of it. That needs attention for sure. Um, And I, I believe that with Alberta Health Services modifications, some new legislation to improve Alberta Health Services function and insulation from government, Better understanding with the doctors for sure about how they're part of the system as opposed to separate from it. That you know, I have no doubt that Alberta Health Services can be the highest performing um, health system in Canada. It is not right now, Uh, it's about middle of the pack for most things, Chelsea. There's some things where Alberta truly is standing out every time that a very deliberate intention. Um, It takes place to try to improve care, like fracture fixation in elderly people and things of that sort. Um, We really do really well, but it's not happening across the board, Um, and it could happen across the board. So what I'd like to see is Alberta Health Services being the best healthcare system in Canada. It it is already doing very, very well. It needs less tampering from our government, quite frankly, and needs to get on with business. Um, and uh, I think that it has great potential, uh, if, if it's structured that way, governed that way, uh, for clinical um, activities to be much better than they currently are in the province.
0: Is there somewhere, Dr. Nosworthy, in Canada or elsewhere that we can look to as a model or even a template to cr- try to provide a provincial structure that we can say, look, this this works and these are sort of the elements that we need to adopt here in Alberta? Could it be that easy?
1: Well, interesting. You should ask it that way, Chelsea, because the answer is a clear no. Remember, when this happened in 2008, Alberta Health Services was formed and became suddenly the largest healthcare system in Canada. It is one of the largest healthcare systems in the world, in fact, with 4 million lives uh, insured and part of that system. Uh, and so we wrote the playbook, I guess, in many respects. This was There were very difficult years in the first few years. Government did this by surprise without enough planning. And then and suddenly the system had to respond, and it's taken pretty well 15 years uh, for all of that to happen, and things are going well. Now I don't want to see another major disruption taking place. What's interesting, though, is that three other provinces uh, are copying. Nova Scotia copied the Alberta model. Uh, Saskatchewan quickly copied the Alberta model of a single system for the whole province and got rid of the regions. And I just talked to Quebec last week, who now have uh, legislation on the books to uh, adopt the Alberta model of a single delivery system for the whole province of Quebec. So in many respects, we've led the way. And when I say large, it's a $14 billion system with 110,000 employees and over 10,000 doctors. It's large, and it is complex for sure. There is no playbook, so we can't really ask anybody else exactly what should happen. Uh, But if we look at the diagnostics on this, we need to get a better separation between government and politics, and Alberta Health Services.
0: Why, I mean, clearly I can tell that you're passionate about this Dr. Noseworthy, but why, drive home the point, why is this something that's so important? What's really at stake here?
1: Uh, Well, uh, what's at stake is after 15 years, I would have expected by now that we would be a really, truly high performing healthcare system in Canada. But if you look down through the data, through the different kinds of quality indicators and measures you wanna look through, uh, we do well in some, we do middle of the pack in others. And there's a a number of reasons for that. But one of the reasons that Alberta Health Services hasn't been able to really, really achieve its full potential is because of interference. And that interference needs to stop. Um, And if it did, I think that we would see a lot better outcomes. I think we think uh, we would have a lot less controversy. uh, And, you know, I, I think we'd be better off in general.
0: Well, Dr. Noseworthy, thank you so much for your time this afternoon, for writing this policy paper and explaining some of these options and recommendations. Really appreciate it.
1: I hope they do something soon. <laughs>
0: we will chat again if they do. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you again. Bye. Dr. Tom Noseworthy is with the Center for Health Policy at the University of Calgary and wrote a policy paper on how we can improve AHS here in our province.